Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, right now, we're going to talk about your family doctor. It's hard to find one, right? We know that what, like how many hundreds and hundreds of thousands of British Columbians are without a family doctor. And if you have a family doctor and you have that relationship, well, it means that you can, I think, monitor your health more effectively. Maybe you don't end up in the emergency room. Maybe you don't end up waiting in a hospital to get care. So the way to get more family doctors in the system was to establish this new uh, physician payment model. And that was a big announcement uh, from the doctors in this province and the provincial government not that long ago. And now we've got an update on sort of how the transition to this new payment model is going. So let's talk to Dr. Joshua Gregain, who's president of Doctors of BC. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me, Jimmy. So, so how is it going? Are doctors signing up for this? Yeah, so we announced on February 1st, so we're just over a month in, and we've had nearly 50% of the family physicians in this province sign up, so we're feeling like it's gone pretty well. Okay, so how how does this work then? What does this change for doctors? So I think the big thing that changes is how we value our family physicians, specifically in what they're able to do with their time both seeing patients. And then, as you mentioned earlier, when you see your family physician, that's just one of the bits and pieces. The other bit is, again, doing all of the other things like charts and labs and x-rays to try and review. And so how we pay our family physicians made a difference, which we expect is then going to draw more people into family medicine, which we expect is going to try and give patients better access to care going forward. Do we... Do we have any evidence yet that this is attracting more people to family, you know, physicians? Absolutely. So, again, we're only five weeks in, so, you know, it's hard to get all of the answers. But what we've heard uh, anecdotally is people are now joining practices or starting to look at taking on panels of patients in communities that they hadn't before. As well, we know that there's about 150 physicians who last year were not doing family medicine who have registered for this model, which, again, we think is a great way to have started this process. Wow. So does that mean those are those will be new family doctors added to the system? So they've been new family doctors that have either not been doing family medicine before or are new to the province, have never been registered with what we call MSP previously. And so we're quite optimistic that, again, you know, people are joining the system. We don't yet have exactly how many numbers of patients they've taken on, but we know that there's momentum going in the right direction. Well, Dr. Green, I was going to say, even every little bit counts, right? That's a pretty impressive number. That's like 150 new doctors. Absolutely. And again, we don't know all of their specifics, where exactly they came from, what exactly they are doing. Right. But for a long time, there's been a lot of negativity and heartbreak, both from physicians and patients around family practice. And we think because of this new model that we built alongside an entity called BC Family Doctors, the doctors at BC and the Ministry of Health, 
that we've got this, I think, right by evidence that 50% almost have joined up and there's new doctors coming into the province and back to family medicine. I remember that we were also hearing from a lot of doctors who were feeling stressed out. They were overwhelmed and they were stepping back from family practice because of that. Do you think this helps with that too? So we, we are fairly confident that people who are considering leaving and doing something else have slowed down or have removed those thoughts. What I really appreciate is some of my friends who are family physicians or colleagues who I went to residency with or in training have written me personally and said, this has given me joy again in my job. You know, this has given me a, a chance to really look after people the way that I want to. And not only has taken it away sort of despair and sorrow, it's given them some hope going forward, which we know is so critically important to their well-being, but also to the future of this profession and how we share with our younger doctors who are coming up and to do this kind of work. Right. What, what was the key here, do you think, Dr. Green? Like that is a, a serious difference in how people are feeling about taking this on as a living. So what, what do you think was key to making that happen? I'll use three words to me, some of which are, you know, are maybe a little bit controversial, but advocacy was the first one. I think when, when BC Healthcare Matters and some of the public started to say this is no longer acceptable in primary care, we really sat and listened to people. We really listened and we engaged with, that's my second word, with the family physicians and the public around what was going on. And so we really tried to do our best to listen and pay attention about what the hot topics were. And then finally, I think we got it right in collaboration with the Ministry of Health. And I'll give some credit to, again, Minister Dix and Stephen Brown, the Deputy Minister, that they really paid attention to what the doctors were saying and built this model together. And so when we advocate, when we engage, and when we collaborate, it makes a big difference for the people that are making the province of British Columbia a great place to be and work. How long of a difference, or how long do you think it'll take for us to be able to feel the difference in the system? As we were saying, like, if you can get more people at the primary point that they don't have to get to the emergency point, that relieves the whole system. But how long do you think before we can see some of that? It's really challenging to know the answer to that. I think in some small areas, we'll see some differences right away. Uh, you know, over the rest of the the time, it's going to be difficult to know exactly what that is. Obviously, things like the emergency room or surgical wait times are not exactly one-to-one a cause of primary care. But I believe and we believe that as we shift the momentum forward, people are going to come and do what we need them to do to help provide care to, and access to British Columbians, and things are going to start to shift. I'm hoping as soon as this spring, but to try and reverse 20 years of of you know inequity in family medicine is not going to be immediate, but I'm optimistic that we've turned the corner, we're going the right direction, and that people will start to feel like this is a better thing to do, both as physicians, but ultimately as patients that we serve in British Columbia. Well, wow, this is actually so nice to hear because we don't we don't often get to hear that kind of optimism about our healthcare system. Um, Dr. Green, there's another step coming, right? I understand this summer is the there's a new system coming so that people who need a family doctor will get some help to find one. Yeah, so that system has started in pockets of this province where if you're a patient who we call unattached or don't have a family physician or nurse practitioner, you can register. And that's called, I believe that's called the health uh, registry. And so what we're doing this spring is asking, asking family physicians 
to sort of say, how many patients do you have in your panel, which is the group of people that a physician looks after based on how many days a week you work, et cetera. And then there's the expectation that this summer, really, we start to be able to match those together to say, you know, we know that there are X number of people who are unattached in the South Island area, and we have some capacity in particular family physicians or offices. And so it will be a slow process. It won't be as of July 1st, everyone gets to do exactly what they want from a family physician perspective. But we, again, are optimistic we're moving in the right directions because of the work that we've done over the last year. Well, that sounds like it's going to be quite remarkable. I guess this is new for doctors, though, having to actually almost do a head count, right, of your patients? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, it's, it's really trying to establish who is your patient and who are you looking after and where do you seek longitudinal care or ongoing family practice care. And so other systems in the world will call it something like a panel or a roster. And so we're just trying to ensure that we get the information right and to be able to then say, hey, we really need more work here. We know that the future of family medicine and medicine in general is not just about doctors. There's lots of opportunity to add things you know, and continue to invest in nurse practitioners and pharmacists and physician assistants and associate physicians and nurses in practice and all sorts of things. But we want to be sure we have the right information. We are a profession that relies on data or evidence to move the needle forward. And so we want to continue to make sure that we have the right information that we need. Uh, Doctor, thank you so much for being with us this morning. You're very welcome. Have a great day. You too, Dr. Joshua Gregane, president of Doctors of BC with some promising, some hope, optimism, some promising news about our healthcare system. And if you're trying to find a family doctor, now that website he talked about, it's healthlinkbc.ca. You can just Google the words Health Connect Registry BC, and you can see if your community is signed up for this. If you need a family doctor, this is the place where you go and you put your name down, and then maybe you can get some help connecting with one. The big change happens this summer, but it does sound like the start of something good, doesn't it? Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.